This is episode 100 of the Creative Spirits Podcast. Thank you again for joining me. I am so excited about this episode because I made it my goal when I started doing this podcast that I would make it until episode 100 and I would not back out no matter how hard or challenging it got because I knew I would hit some roadblocks in creating this podcast and there would be times where I might feel like um, it's going nowhere or discouraged and I did have those moments where I was like, okay, is anyone really listening? Is this worth it? And I just kept going because I told myself, nope, it doesn't matter. Even if only one person is listening, you are going to make it to episode 100. So here I am. And I was the type of person who could not finish what I started. It was this pattern for me, this cycle where I would start something and I wouldn't finish what I started and that's why I do my 100 day journeys because it is a habit I am building for myself and for my self-esteem for my confidence and for my growth and uh, it's been life-changing really life-changing so I really encourage others to do the same. It doesn't have to be 100 days, but to have that repetition in your life, just like, it, it should be like brushing your teeth, where every day you do this task that is important to you, where you want to take it somewhere, and you could put maybe a 20 or 30 day limit on it, whatever it is that feels right for you where you could feel like you've accomplished something, that you finished what you started. So today in this episode, my dear friend Asaldin is going to be interviewing me and asking me questions about me becoming an artist, why I started this podcast, and other fun questions she has for me. So I'm really looking forward Um, to having you hear this one and if you've been on this journey with me from the start thank you so much I really truly appreciate it thank you for your support and please share and pass this along to anyone who you feel might be inspired by this podcast and leave a comment those comments really help and it just would be helpful to have that extra support and extra love and uh, it really would mean the world to me so please stay tuned you are listening to the creative spirits podcast i'm your host cheryl benji i'm an artist art educator and creative coach I'm here to share my journey and experience with you. I also interview other artists and creatives and share their words of wisdom. I believe we were all born to create. It just takes a little bit of practice, patience, and persistence to get to where you want to be. So please stay tuned for a magical episode. Hey guys, so this is really exciting because this is the 100th episode and I'm here with Asal Dean who is a wellness burnout coach and she brought the idea of doing my 100th episode with an interview about me so she's going to interview me and the tables are going to be turned so this is going to be an exciting fun episode and I can't wait to see how it turns out. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me and for being open to this different yet neat idea. As your friend, 
it's been so lovely to see how this podcast experience has evolved from you since evolved for you since day one. I remember when you wanted to talk about when you were talking about creating such an experience and to share with the world what artists are about and their stories and to create a supportive community. And you've done that. And I think we all can take a moment to acknowledge you for that. So thank you. And um, it's an honor to have an opportunity to interview you. Thank you. And thank you for being so supportive because it's because of all my loving and supporting friends and family who have been behind me that, you know, when you have your cheerleaders there, it -hmm. makes it so much more enjoyable and fun. And thank you. Of course. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So I'm curious, can you tell us about a moment or series of moments that sparked you to get into the action of picking up a paintbrush and starting your art? So when I look back, there's three Mm -hmm. very significant stages in my life where art came into my life and really made an impact. I remember being eight and my teacher, Miss Galan, she was an artist and she introduced the world of art to me and opened up a whole new world that I wasn't really aware of. Mm-hmm. And my mom saw this spark in me and she asked the teacher to give me more art lessons on the side and wow. during the summer. So uh, that was the first stage. And the second, I was around 14 and I was at my mom's friend's house and her daughter had done this. She was, I think, two years older than me. And she had done this painting of a white cat, of a furry white cat. (laughs) And I was intrigued by this painting and I just stared at it as if it was Mm -hmm. like this um, Monet painting in a museum. (laughs) And that was a moment where like the sky opened up and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Tell us more about that. What do you mean by that? So I was so inspired by this young girl and what she did with mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know who her teacher was and I wanted to go to that teacher Hmm. And I told my mom that, you know, I saw a couple of her paintings on the walls and I was so inspired by them that I wanted to learn Mm -hmm. what she was learning. Mm. And so my mom said, yeah, absolutely. And at the time we lived about 30, 40 minutes away from this teacher. Um, And my mom, without even blinking like and she was full-time um she worked full-time uh but she was there for us and whatever we were passionate about and she would drive 30 40 minutes sometimes there was traffic to Mm -hmm. LA because we lived in the South Bay we lived by the beach and she would drive and and go all the way there and back and at one point he moved all the way to the valley and she would drive all the way to the valley which was another like 30 minutes away wow and yeah, that started when I was 15 and he was an amazing um, uh, Iranian Persian teacher. Okay. And yeah, Mr. Torbati, I'll never forget him. And he was just so kind and loving and just so patient. Mm. And I learned so much from him. And then I got, you know, went to college, took some courses in art, but I never pursued it because of the fear of, I don't know that I'm not going to make it as an artist or an art teacher doesn't make enough money. So I put that aside, went into the medical field, um, became a recreational therapist. And then um, I got married, had kids, became a stay-at-home mom. And then things started to just happen without me even trying, which made me realize 
the importance of letting go and allowing things to happen that are meant to happen in your life. Okay. Being open to receiving it. I I had a friend who came over one day to my house and saw the paintings on my walls. And she said, Cheryl, would you be interested in teaching a group of kids? And I said, I don't know, I guess. She's like, you're art's amazing. You should, you could teach. And I'm like, really? I've never done it before. And she said, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to set up a group for you of kids uh, from my son's school. Okay. And then my husband was like, how, what are you going to teach? How are you going to do this? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And she set it up, a group of like eight kids, and a lot of them were boys, and it was really challenging. But I did it, and I came up with great lessons. And yeah, I struggled here and there, but it just turned into something so beautiful where eventually I had like 40 students, and like wow. I was teaching art nights, and I had all these moms coming to me who needed that escape Mm. from, you know, being a mom and they needed to relax and have that wine and just create and not worry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and other things happen like working with you, which we'll talk about later. Mm. And, and then another artist came into my life and she, she came to my house one day, she was doing henna tattoo and she um, saw my work on the walls and asked me, was it, you know, is that your artwork? And I said, yeah. And she said, have you ever thought of becoming a professional artist? And I was like, um, no, not at all. Like, I just thought she mm-hmm. was crazy. And we became friends. We exchanged numbers. And I saw she was an international artist. And mm-hmm. I was amazed by her and her work and I was inspired again. (laughs) And then a light switch went off. And this was like two years after I became a art teacher. So I was, when I became the art teacher, I was around 33. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and this was about 35 when I had my uh, daughter. And I... I was in, I was inspired in so many ways to start creating again. It was like this light switch went on and I couldn't stop. And I was after the henna professional had. Yeah. Yes. And, um, you know, and, and her, her name's Brooke Harker and she really, um, mentored me and to this day she still does and she's been guiding me and she just kept telling me Cheryl uh just keep painting because I I was like I don't know what my style is I don't know what I'm doing um well what am I supposed to do and she just said just keep painting just keep going wow yeah and now I'm here (laughs) that's awesome that is so cool that you have these walking angels seeing your talent and recognizing it and saying something to you to get you to to be in action. Like, and so early on in your childhood, from your mom being your biggest supporter to these random individuals coming into your home and seeing the pot- the potential that you didn't see, but they saw it in you. Yeah, and I love what you how you phrase that walking angels because yeah. they really are like they're these guides that come into your life, and mm-hmm. if you're open to seeing it and receiving it, mm-hmm. miracles happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was ten years ago where Brooke came into my life, over ten years, and you know where my friend also. Fariba, she was the one, you know her. She she was the one who encouraged me to start teaching. Okay. Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. What a beautiful, beautiful story. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. 
Second question I have is one of my favorite aspects of your work are the body art sessions. So what was your inspiration to start body art? And there's a couple of questions that are tied into this concept. What were you expecting from such work? And how how did you think it would evolve all these years that you've been doing it? And what are your thoughts on where it's going next? So I was on Facebook and I saw this artist who did just this beautiful body art where she would paint the whole body and then the background and the furniture. And it just looked like they were just one big painting coming to life. Okay. And I was just so inspired by it. I want to do something myself, but with my own spin. Okay. I didn't want to copy what she was doing, but I want to do something that meant a lot to me. And, uh, I asked my uh, two friends who were uh, yoga instructors to be my models. And I had no idea what I was going to do. I just knew I would have to make a background and I would paint them. And I had my husband's camera, his Canon camera, (laughs) and I would figure it out along the way. And I asked them and they agreed. And I asked them because I love yoga Mm -hmm. and I wanted to do a yoga inspired series. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And so I painted up the background and I made it look like a lotus and it was very colorful lotus in the background. And then uh, we did it in my uh, friend's yard and it was like, it was pretty big the way I created the background and I also created a, the bottom of it, uh, painted the bottom okay. and I painted them to go with the background and then they did these different yoga poses and it turned out so beautiful And just, I don't know, it was like this rush, you know, Um, you know, like I've never been very athletic, but you hear about athletes who get this adrenaline rush. Yeah. That's what I felt afterwards. And even my friend after was like, oh my gosh, Cheryl, that was so cool. That was the best experience. This is going to go far you should keep doing it. And I was like, really? She's like, yes. And uh, then we saw the photos on the computer and I began to post them, which was really hard for me to do in the beginning because it was something unusual. Mm. And I come from the Iranian culture, which we're more traditional in our approach to art. Yes, I could relate to that. Right. And it's kind of like we're put in this box of Mm -hmm. how we should be and how our Mm -hmm. art should be or Mm -hmm. how our career should be. Yes. And so this was really getting out of my comfort zone to be like, no, I don't want it to be like that. Mm -hmm. I want it to be an expression of me and who I am as a person. And this makes me feel alive again. Mm. You know, I had three kids at that point and it was really challenging and at times very draining. And I lost myself in the process of being a mother, stay at home mom, which I just give so much credit to moms out there after being a mom. It's one of the hardest, most challenging jobs. And I love my kids. But it was nice to have Cheryl back again and to express myself in that way. Okay. And so, yeah, it started this spark in me. And then I later began to realize why, as I began to do it more and more, I began to realize why. Okay. You know, first of all, when you're painting by yourself, it's 
art can be so like lonely at times mm -hmm. you're just with the canvas mm -hmm. a solitary you know type of thing but mm -hmm. when you are with that person you're talking to them you're engaging you're learning about them you're feeling their energy and that energy is going on to their body whatever I'm feeling it's coming on to their skin their body and so I'm feeling things from them their emotions oh, you know and they're from their words and I'm sorry to interrupt I yeah. just have to say they as participants also feel what you're giving and I only say this because I've done sessions with you and it's an incredible incredible experience for those of you who haven't and are interested I highly highly recommend Thank it you. okay going back to <laughs> yeah and then I remember seeing a documentary about Buddhist monks who create mm. these gorgeous sand mandalas and mm. they spend hours on them and they put in their prayers and their love and I mean intricate work and then they get a little broom and sweep it away and put it into a jar and they take that sand and put it into a nearby river so those prayers could go out mm. into the world, you know, that good energy and mm. prayers could go into mm -hmm. the world. And I, and, and it has to do with the impermanence of everything in life. Like nothing mm -hmm. is forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I began to relate that to my work because at first I was shocked. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're just like messing that work up. Like that beautiful art piece, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that's not the point it's the fact that you know you create something and it's about the process and right. being in that moment and enjoying mm -hmm. that moment so when I am with a person I mm -hmm. want to be in the moment with them I want them to be in the moment mm -hmm. and it's also teaching them that hey this is going to be gone, like all that work and everything mm -hmm. we just created right now together, mm -hmm. you're going to have to wipe it all off. Mm. And it's hard for some, they're like, I don't want to take this off and they'll leave it on all day. Mm -hmm. But that's part of life. And mm. that's what I like to show in with art and not to be too attached to things in life and to our work, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's there to give us healing and love and happiness and joy. And then it's gone mm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Give, oh, yeah, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, given what you just shared now and the the beautiful concept of impermanence that life is always changing we're in constant motion right right where do you see this where do you see this journey going for you with the body art sessions so i'm hoping that it's just going to continue growing okay. and that more people will be open to the experience because it looks a little like, uh, I don't know if I want someone to do this art on me and I don't know what I'm going to look like. It's like letting go and allowing mm -hmm. the artist to create mm. and not being afraid of what's going to happen. Again, just enjoying that process mm -hmm. and reaching more people I want more people to see this and experience it and to come to me and you know for women to heal whatever it is that they have gone through through art you know mm -hmm. some women who have had like problems conceiving and then they have said you know I couldn't wait to come and do this with you when I got pregnant because mm. you know, I've done several women who um have been pregnant and we've done pregnancy body art shoots and 
it was just so special for me to hear that, you know, and it's a vulnerable space to be in. Mm. Uh, so it's always such an honor to do that. So I'm hoping it's going to grow and reach and expand and more people could see it and experience it. And yeah. um, even if they don't come do it themselves, to be touched by it in some way by seeing the photos and yeah. seeing what I put out there. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. The next thing that I'm very, very curious to hear about because I can relate to this where this is this has been a very unique journey for you. I think we all experience unique journeys, especially when we pursue our passion or what lights up our, our soul or what, what lights us up in general. So the question is, what is the advice you would tell yourself as an artist when you first started on your journey? Not to get discouraged so easily okay. when someone says no or rejects your work. Okay, so not being attached to that. Yeah, and and to just keep going and being consistent and not worrying about what your style is. Okay. That when you just keep creating, and that's why I do like a lot of the uh, journeys, I, like the 100-day journeys that I've mm -hmm. done these mm -hmm. past couple of years. Mm -hmm. The reason why I do them is because when I have the practice of sitting in front of the easel or the piece of paper mm. every single day, something comes out of it mm. and a different style might come out of it or different brush strokes or different ideas. And it's just showing up. That's mm. the main thing. And that's what I would tell myself. Just keep showing up and don't think, don't overthink. So going with the flow and being consistent. Yeah. And that that is what you've been doing. Yes, yes. All these years. How many years has it been now? Uh, since I started, uh, about 11 years. Yeah. That's incredible. That is incredible. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you this, when I was younger, I wasn't consistent at all. And mm -hmm. I would give up easily. Mm. That's the one thing I would beat myself up over that. Why can I, I can't finish what I started. And why do I, I would beat myself up over it instead of just starting that project and finishing it or being yeah. like, okay, you didn't finish that. That's okay. Let's mm -hmm. try this. Okay. But don't beat yourself up over not finishing something or like failing. Just start the next project and finish that. Even if it's just like, if it takes you three days to do, just make it, set it in your mind that I am going to finish this no matter what. That that is that was actually a follow up question I had when you early on when you did experience the no's or the rejections or just not having the fuel to finish something. Did you have any tools to to overcome those minor or major hurdles? Yeah, I mean. I remember going into a gallery once my friend told me, go to this gallery and see if, you know, they'll consider your work. And I showed him my work and he was like, no, you know, we don't um, have paintings like that at our gallery or take paintings like that. And I was like, okay. But then they invited me to a showing, gallery showing. And I went and it was the owner's brother or partner who was there and we were talking to him and he's like, well, what do you do? And I said, I'm an artist. And he's like, um, oh, everyone in the city, I'm in L you know, I live in LA is an artist. And years ago I would have just, um, mm. I don't know, kind of, how do you say like become, shriveled up shriveled up yeah like just and gone to the corner and wouldn't okay. said anything okay. I was a very shy person okay but 
after years of working on myself and becoming more confident, I stood up taller and I looked him straight in the eye and I said, and I, and I put my chest out and I said, no, you know what? I am an artist. And he just backed off. He didn't say like, it was amazing. It was the first time I really stood up for myself. And I was like, I'm not going to take this. No, I mm. am an artist and I deserve to call myself that after all these years of working on it, you mm. know, it's, it's not a hobby. So I feel like when you're faced with those people who tell you the naysayers that, no, mm. this is not for you or you're not mm-hmm. that, you're not this. Mm. Having the confidence yourself, you're the one, you're your best advocate. No okay. one else, you can't rely on anyone else to tell mm-hmm. you whether you're good or you're bad. Like I get comments on Instagram now, a lot more now, like of people who don't agree or, you know, they'll just make some not nice comment. Okay. It doesn't affect me. It used to. But I'm okay. at the point where like even the good comments, I'm like, oh, nice. Okay, next, keep creating. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care if people think my art is the most beautiful or the most like weird and ugly. I love it. I enjoy it. It gives me life. It gives me joy. And if it's giving that to other people. That's what lights me up. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That is something I, I, for all the the new and current artists who are listening to hold on to that because it's true. Um, When you're in it, sometimes you feel like your world might just be crumbling because you feel defeated by what others are telling you or, or the feedback that you receive. But staying true to yourself and staying consistent and continuing to create, I think you become your biggest cheerleader. You become your biggest advocate. Absolutely. 100%. Thank you for sharing that, Cheryl. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Why this podcast? Why did you start it? So I wanted to create a platform for other artists and creatives Mm -hmm. and healers to have a place to talk about their work. Okay. I feel like, especially with artists, they hide behind the canvas um, and maybe just show photos of their work and don't really go on camera because a lot of us are introverts. Okay. So I wanted to create a space where a safe space where Mm. they could share their work and why they started and who they are and if they had any limiting beliefs and to, to show others, other creatives that we're all the same. We're all going through this. Yeah. You know, we feel like we're the only ones and we feel very lonely Mm. And uh, when we first start um, or when we're going through it, and I just Mm want to show you're not alone and there's Mm -hmm. so many resources out there. That's why I bring on the healers and the coaches Mm. because that's what I had. I I had those tools to get me where I am today. Yes. And, and that, and on that note, the idea of self-care yes and creating that supportive community because sometimes your friends or your family and I'm not saying this for you but just in general you may not get that support from the individuals that support you in other areas of your life yes and and so to look for those individuals who are either your cheerleaders or who give you insight who give you guidance who hold you accountable who acknowledge you for the milestones that you are experiencing throughout your journey, I think is so important. And it's such a gift that you have, have opened this platform to allow those types of individuals who support, for example, artists and artists themselves to share their 
to share their their story to share where they come from to share what they have to offer and i think it's a it's a it's a neat experience to connect people that you don't even know where those connections are happening it may happen outside of your podcast too but you're you're creating that type of exposure and opportunity for people to just openly and safely share yes and you know i've interviewed some of my friends who are artists and there are things I learn about them that I never knew. Oh, I didn't know that. And we've been friends mm-hmm. for years. And I'm like, that is amazing. And everybody wants to be heard. Yes. You know, we're in a world where everyone talks and talks and talks and they don't really listen. We don't listen enough. Mm-hmm. And when we listen more and we show interest and we're curious about mm-hmm. the other person, it's beautiful. And you see, you've made a new friend because you just listened. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I hope that in the upcoming years, more and more individuals will take on the opportunity to be interviewed by you so that you can share their stories and provide different outlets of connection for the for the listeners as well. Thank you. I hope so too. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. <laughs> Um, okay. Given that you have connected with so many people throughout the years as an artist, the last 11 years specifically, what are you grateful? Um, what are you grateful for about your art and the art community? I am, well, I, I, I'm grateful for what art has done for me. I've been through some challenges, you know, these past few years, just like all of us have. Mm -hmm. And I feel like art has been a great outlet. And it has been so healing. Mm. And it's been therapeutic. And whatever I've been going through, I just put it onto paper. Okay. And feel this sense of relief. And okay, it's not in me anymore. It's on that paper. And Mm. I could, I tell people if it's not painting, then it's, you should try writing, journaling, or music, or gardening, something that allows you to let go of whatever is going on inside of you. Mm -hmm. So that and the artist community, I'm so grateful for all the artists that I have met. Okay. Through um, something that my friend, again, Brooke, started Saturday Night Live art shows, and it was during COVID, um, March of 2020, when everything was shut down, and she wanted uh, to use social media as a platform for artists to share their work. And so I tagged along (laughs) with her and two of our other friends um, who were being consistent with sharing their work. And we just invited other artists and it just grew into this worldwide community of artists. Okay. And it was just so beautiful where now I have a friend um, who's an artist from Israel and she came to visit recently and an artist that I just interviewed from Mexico and his art is just phenomenal. And um just from different parts of the world, I'm meeting these artists that I wouldn't have met had it not been for um, COVID. (laughs) And that we really have this beautiful bond and connection. And Mm -hmm. I always wanted an artist community where we supported each other, where it wasn't just, um, I feel like sometimes it becomes very like uh, a competition, Mm. you know, and again, being an artist can be very lonely and Mm -hmm. this create a community where we're not alone and we're cheering each other on and Mm -hmm. we're supporting one another. We're not putting anyone down and it's just loving. And that's what we really wanted to create. And you're just sharing your work. And a lot of artists have sold their work through um, this community. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And it's beautiful and I just um I love I love being part a part of it Mm, being part of a supportive community yes yes and I I feel like it could be in any work environment where 
you thrive in the places where you're supported and it's not just about competition mm. yes being better what yes. energy do you want to be in what space do you want to be in mm. where are you going to be a better version of you yeah and that's something to think about wherever you are in life um how are you going to thrive wow and you have that community yeah, absolutely. And it was what I've been searching for because I always felt very intimidated by the artist community. They're so good and I'm not going to be like them. And, um, you know, just to go approach a gallery owner or like I just I interviewed a gallery owner who Michael Hayden, who was just such a pleasure. And he came over to my place. That's so and cool. Yeah. And just the sweetest man. Mm -hmm. And years ago, I would have never had the nerve to ask a gallery owner to be on my podcast. But mm -hmm. again, because I've worked on myself and my confidence, mm -hmm. I was able to get through that and to see, no, there are the good artists and gallery owners and, you know, creatives out there who have the biggest heart. And he was just so kind and um, it was just, it was good for me to go through that experience and see, no, it's not all this way that there is another world that, that is available for you. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for giving us insight to to not only your personal experience of how your art serves you, but also how your community supports you and you all support one another. It, I, I, all I could visualize was like this little golden cloud of love and good energy and good vibes. Yes. With a bunch of creatives in, in this cloud being part of a loving community. Yes, yes. And then when I when I go to like one of my friends gallery showings, you know, they will grab my arm and introduce me to like the gallery owner or like to this artist, to that artist, yeah. like to be like, come, come and you have to meet this person. And you know, they're really excited to have you there. And I'm there to support them, yet they're mm -hmm. also supporting me. And it's just mm -hmm. but you know, it's also um surrounding yourself with those the people who are right for you and who are there mm -hmm. to build you up and I feel like especially as women we need to learn to build each other up mm -hmm. you know there's so much competition with women and you know with the way she might look or dress or her career or what she does mm -hmm. And instead of looking at her as like a competition to look at her as your sister, your friend, mm -hmm. the person who might also lift you up in some way mm -hmm. and to give them a compliment, to give them a laugh or a flower. You know, I remember going up to a mom and Trader Joe's and I was supposed to do something in my coaching class. I was supposed to do something like challenging for that day riskier out of my comfort zone and I went up to a mom with her little kid who was kind of being a little fussy and I knew that feeling mm. and so I had my bouquet of roses that I pick out every week and I took one of the roses and I gave it to her mm. and it she was just so happy and mm. and then she's like oh hey aren't you Cheryl? And I was like, yeah, she knew me from her, my sister-in-law, she was friends with her. Okay. She's like, I'm so, and so thank you so much. So it, it just, it felt so good to me. Part of it was scary because I'm like, I don't know who this is and how she's going to take this right now. Right. <laughs> it's a complete stranger. Yeah. But, um, it, at the end, it felt so good. Okay. And I feel like we need to do more of that those little acts of kindness because we don't love and kindness. Yes. Yeah. We don't know what 
ripple effect. And that's what I feel with this podcast. It's like a mm. ripple effect okay. of goodness. Mm. Given what you just shared, what legacy do you want to leave behind? So I want, especially in the Iranian community, mm-hmm. Persian women out there to, I want to be seen as the woman who got out of her comfort zone and tried something new and different. And I want others to do the same and not to keep yourself in that box. I can relate to that. Yes. Yeah. To, Mm. to take those risks, Mm. to, even if it's scary, if, if you're somewhere where you're not very happy or, it's not fulfilling. It's okay. Mm-hmm. There's always mm-hmm. another option. I'm not saying like quit your day job and just go do, just become, um, I don't know, a writer or a poet. I mean, do, do what you're doing. Yeah. And then also do the other thing that gives you passion and life and really makes you happy mm-hmm. and then see where that goes. Mm-hmm. But do the things that really make you shine and make you feel good about life it's 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 -hmm. it's not long and so I want this I want one day a woman in our culture especially because we are so we could be so like confined and put in these containers to see me and to want to break free and you know, fly, spread their wings. Mm, That is so beautiful. I believe I'm a flying soul, as are you. You are very much so. And thank you. Thank you. And given who we are and what we are about and the connection we have as friends, we've also had the opportunity to work together multiple times and we continue to do so. I wanted to ask you, what have you enjoyed about us working together? And what is also your favorite part about collaborating with other creatives such as myself? Well, first of all, I loved how we met and I don't believe in accidents. Mm -hmm. And it really was meant to be. And I loved our collaboration and doing the gratitude and artwork and working with um, Living Beauty, mm-hmm. which is an organization that helps women who are going through cancer or who have gone through it and having those workshops for them. I It helped me see, you gave me another perspective on how to teach art. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because I thought it was, again, I was in that box where it was art mm-hmm. and wine night, mm-hmm. teaching kids, right? Which all of that is wonderful and beautiful. Yeah. This gave me a whole new, richer meaning. Okay. What I could do with my art and that it could have multiple layers to it mm-hmm. and it can heal people and it can bring them this comfort and something more special Mm -hmm. that I didn't think I could give I didn't think I had in me to do so I'm really grateful we met because you opened my eyes to Mm -hmm. another world of what I could do with with art and so I, I I love collaborations I mean it's and collaborating with people you know with my body art and like photographers I've worked with mm-hmm. with um the podcast and getting to know people mm-hmm. and learning from them and mm-hmm. I'm I'm always I feel like it's always important to be the student and to be curious again, Mm -hmm. be curious, that curiosity and to, to want to learn more. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us, to be vulnerable and open about some of your personal challenges, uh, for sharing your superpowers of consistency and being committed to your word and what, what you want to create. Also for your generosity of supporting others and creating such a loving and bright community of artists and healers and creatives through the physical art community that you have and also this podcast. I am so honored to be not only your friend, but to also be um, like a collaborator with you and and also a participant in your body art sessions. Again, for those of you who have not done one, they, they are incredible. And I'm not just saying this because I'm Cheryl's friend. It, it's when she was talking about, when you were talking about mm -hmm. the healing and the feelings during those sessions, I can second that very, very powerfully. And um, lastly, I, I really do want to... Um, acknowledge you for not only being a mother, but also being someone who is truly such a strong inspiration in this world. It's a lot to come from the community that we come from, to speak your voice and to share your work and your creativity openly and honestly and in a very vulnerable and, and and sensitive way yeah and to be a leader for women specifically and I just want to say thank you thank you for that and and also for the opportunity to interview you this was so so lovely so thank you Cheryl thank you so much I adore you and likewise I couldn't have had a better person to interview me and <laughs> To calm I know I love all the crazy <laughs> ideas we share and we discuss and then they some of them come to life and it's great <laughs> I love this it was a great idea I loved it that's why I love collaborating with you <laughs> yeah happy 100th episode this is so so cool thank you the hours the minutes the days the lessons that you've learned all along to get to this point what an accomplishment thank you Asa. thank you i appreciate you likewise thank you so much thank you for listening to today's creative spirits podcast if you would like to get to know me better you can go to my website cherylbenji.com or follow me on instagram at cherylbenji underscore art if you would like a creative coaching session with me, please contact me through my website. You can also join my Creative Spirits Facebook group or Saturday Night Live Art Shows Facebook group. Please follow and share with anyone that might be interested in this podcast. It would mean the world to me. I believe in the butterfly effect and spreading the good vibes into the universe. You never know who you will impact by sharing. Love and light and magic always. Thank you.